When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, baby, we're starting the podcast right now. We're back. You know what, dude, live. Welcome, everybody, to the show. I started a social media podcast. The fact. The YKWD podcast. YKWD is back again. Old school, back in the day, where it all started. Before them all, YKWD. This podcast is so fun and crazy. It has no rules. Shut up. You're ruining this. Where's the bandana, man? Sorry, it's a comedy podcast. This isn't NPR. That's what this podcast does. Is there any better show? This is the original. Original. And we're here. YKWD. Back on the old stream yard. The stream yard. Because we couldn't get into the studio. So I went to my shed with a cigar and a couple of friends. What's up, fuckers? YKWD back. You're watching this on a YouTube. Please subscribe. Don't be a douche. Subscribe. Just subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. That's the way it works. And if you're on patreon.com slash Robert Kelly, holy shit, you're a great person and you're a fan of mine and you support everything I do. God bless you, and God bless your mama and uh, your children, too. Uh, we're back. It's a very cool, funky episode. This is uh, pandemic style. That's right. The easy way we used to do this fucking thing. Before we do it, you got to get your own studio. Oh, you got to get a producer who knows how to edit. You got to put fucking, dude, your crowd work, TikToks. You're going to put fucking clips up of your stand-up. It doesn't matter if it's funny or not. They're not listening. They're what he is. Fucking Today's show is very special because it's about specials. Somebody's microphone is way too loud, and I can hear it in the it's background. It's not mine. So no one's talking to you yet. You keep your sassy mouth shut. <laughs> Comics can't. There's one thing about comics. They can't just sit in the background and let shit someone else be funny. <laughs> they just I, get, ah, it, it, you, you, your eyebrow. I am not done with my opening rant. You know what, dude? Uh, oh, fucking what a bad week. What a fucking bad week. Oh, shit, shit things have happened in the world. But this is special. This is a good thing. These two young men that I have on tonight, one has a new uh, special out. The other one has another special out. I just shot my special, and it's going to be a very special YKWD because we're going to be talking all about specials. Specials, specials, specials. So let's bring out these two special guests right now. The first one, yes, and the second one, Sex with Men is his rap name. (laughs) (laughs) is his alias Um, what's up boys how you doing 
Uh, good, Bob. How you doing, fella? I'm doing good, you fucking motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, you have one wild eyebrow that just it's my lucky goes. Eyebrow. It's the lucky one, and he. I've advised him twice. I was like, hey, just like as a professional courtesy, I've told him about it, and he just goes, yeah. no, no, he doesn't hear it. Yeah, it's lucky. Hey, KP, don't turn on me yet, you cocksucker. You still need me. <laughs> Okay, I, I love you. Don't bond with Mike. He's gonna do nothing for your career. <laughs> I'm gonna look up here. I'm not gonna look in his eyes. I told him about it twice, Cannon, but he does nothing about it. You agree with you? His eyebrows wispy. It's a lucky eyebrow, okay? And it's yeah. luck. Why don't you try growing one? Uh, I I have a lucky ass hair, but that's uh that fell out. I don't have eyebrows at all, so I have nothing. There, there's it's just nothing. Oh yeah. Yeah, you really do. You have hair it, like a scarecrow. It sucks because my computer is broken. So every once in a while, I'll look this way because I have a monitor that works so why, I can see you. Why is your computer broken? And why would you break? We, why do we need to know that? Because if I look off in the distance and you guys think I'm paying attention to something else, I don't want you to shout at me. Dude, well, there's fucking NHL, NHL hockey on tonight. I, think I know, NBA too. On. There's a lot going on. So if I saw you looking to the right, Knowing what the fucking jock queer you are, I would I would not be out of it because I need. I got fucking money on the bucks. Uh, the, bu the bucks aren't even in anymore, man. Yeah, fuck the bucks. That's what I say. <laughs> Give you the no, bucks. they Set broke up. my they broke my computer going through uh, going through security in the in the airport. Shut your face. Yeah, the monitor cracked and uh, the broke the whole thing. There was no way to prove it either because it was just fine before I left, and then when I got home, it was broken. Okay, let me ask you. Please tell me, through the the security to get on the plane, or what, what do you mean? Yeah, security to get on the plane. So you got to take it out. You got to put it in the thing, whatever. And, uh, yeah, they, it broke. It just broke in that time. Okay, so when I take my – first of all, you don't have TSA? Pre-check. I just got it. I know. You I mean, your your headphones look like you got them on a ninety six Delta flight. <laughs> Thanks, KP. KP, you fucking asshole. Ninety six Delta flight. That's not even that old. Yeah, it is. Seventy eight. That's that's almost thirty years at this point. Listen, a cannon. Just deal with the fucking facts that I'm sending you, you gray-haired fucking ghoul. Okay? <laughs> Stop going to fucking that spineless cunt KP for backup. You always okay. Backup. I'm Just sorry, like, half-pipe eyebrow. Listen. <laughs> nothing. Listen. <laughs> listen. I held it in. Listen, you should, help. you should hold it in. Listen. You mean your stomach or... <laughs> hey, hey. I don't understand how you went. First of all, when you fly anywhere, you should be, you should be TSA approved. Yeah. No, I, I I certainly agree with that. I scheduled an appointment for global and then also pre-check, but we were supposed to meet during the pandemic, and then that got pushed for two years, and then I never got the chance to do it. And before you know it, I'm all over the place. You have to get clear if you fly. Yeah. That's what I just got. I actually had to sign up on Ari's account. <laughs> I was in St. Louis with Ari, and he signed me up on his account so I could do a podcast in his uh, at his gate. Well, that kind of goes back to the the thing you were saying, Bobby. That uh, you actually enjoy the lounge. 
the Delta Lounge and all that shit. Fuck yes. Yeah, dude, yes. I don't live that life. I I it's live. Not a li- listen, it it's not a life you could you could, is something you. It's attainable. You just have to get a credit card for Delta. If you fly Delta, you get a credit card, Delta credit card, and they give you the lounge. Wait, that's it? You just get the credit no, card? No, that's in? not true because I got a Delta credit card, and you got to get a certain a certain one. There's like you got to get like a certain plan. Yeah, you can get it's the Amex Delta, and you get it, and you get in the lounge, yeah, and you get it. double points. Yeah, yeah. So it is true. So don't say it's not true because it absolutely fucking is true, Canon. Yeah, but the the, the intro true. the intro Delta card doesn't come with the lounge. Well, who's you have to get, get, you have to get it. Delta card. Get the card. So the look Delta at what K, look at where KP's living right now. He's getting the intro card. Yeah. He's in a Ukrainian a, safe hold right now. He's not flying anywhere, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere he goes, is it with bike distance? Guys, uh, what kind of lounge can I go on with a frontier airline credit card? <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, I'm not you even can... kidding. I, when I flew down to Tampa to open for you at Side Splitters, yeah. when I landed there, they thought that I had escaped from a rehab because all of my clothes were in a plastic bag in front of me. Oh, nice, dude. You went full Tommy boy. Oh, it was bad, dude. I because I, uh, I forget what the deal was, but I, I for some reason I was running late. I was coming from work, and I had a plastic, clear plastic bag. I put my clothes in it. I had the clothes in the back seat. I forgot my backpack, so I just threw all my belongings into a backpack. Got on the plane, flew down there, and then Bobby didn't show up till the Thursday. So on the the I'm sorry, Friday. So the Thursday I was by myself, and it literally when I landed, people were looking at me like uh, it, it. It was pretty much like I had escaped like a halfway house or something like yeah. that. They're like, oh, this kid's uh. Oh, you work at the airport, you have to have all your shit in a clear bag. (laughs) (laughs) The only way it could have looked worse is if I had a stick with a bandana and a snack in it behind me on my back. You know what I mean? Just walking around doing full-on hobo shit. KP, do you need need a suitcase, dude? Uh, I'm getting concerned. I have a nice suitcase. Here's where I'm getting concerned because you and so many other like good like people in my life um, just are giving me stuff all the time where it's making me realize how poor I seem. Well, it's not that, dude. I used to get shit all the time, too, when I first moved to New York. You've never given me anything. You've never needed anything, Mike. You're doing very well. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Mike, this is, is Bobby's shirt. Bobby gave me this shirt. Oh, you, oh my bar stool? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I gave that to you. <laughs> you're, you're wearing third-hand merch. Yeah, Bobby shirt. has given me lighters. Hey, thanks for coming on. Here's a shirt that will never fit you. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm looking, I'm looking at fucking seven triple X's and cubes right in front of me, typing out fucking sports results, and you can't get me one of their shirts, you cocksuckers. <laughs> um. Yeah, but dude, you got to get stuff from people. I got stuff from people when I first. Uh, I, I, dude, I still uh, live for the day that uh, Cypher Sound comes into the cellar with his giveaways. Oh, I love, I love that. Yeah, dude, he comes around, he comes down, he gives away fucking, I mean, top of the line, uh, hip hop gear. The bathing ape stuff, right? Doesn't he have a ton of that? Bathing I always ape. felt weird about wearing that though, like I was secretly wearing a slur. Like, is the word ape? Yeah, I don't know. It just made me feel uncomfortable. That doesn't show up in any of my racist chat rooms I'm in, Mike, so I think you're okay. <laughs> okay, maybe it's just yeah. a, a blind spot I have, personally. No, my militia group has no clue what that means. 
Um, <laughs> Bay of the Ape is great, great clothing store. As my dream was, I was trying, I was very close to having Reebok, uh, like kind of sponsor me. And, what you were gonna have your own sneaker? No, they were just gonna give me free shit to wear on stage, like clothes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like and, a jumpsuit. Uh, yeah, like a jumpsuit. You want to keep swinging, fucking queer? <laughs> you're like you're like Garth Algar in Wayne's yeah, World. There he goes with his fucking. He doesn't have his two cronies with him to fucking back him up. I don't need it, man. I got positive affirmation pumping yeah, in my brain at all times. Fucking old Ellen head. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, Mike. The ketamine's gonna Take wear off sip, eventually. Mike. Take a sip. Get that dry mouth fucking working. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were yeah. gonna, they were gonna give me um they a whole bunch of them were at the cellar one night and they came out they're like that was whipping the uh, I was like I love Reba hey call us hit us up I was like yeah and it fell through the cracks probably once they realized they saw my Instagram they're like yeah this isn't gonna work for us fucking <laughs> you stinker yeah, we were you, was that in shape Bobby no this was out of shape Bobby oh. what is he bringing up. Baby yeah, no, it's cool clothes. That's baby clothes, dude. Those no, are no. baby clothes. <laughs> this is this is bathing apes clothes for adult men. Whoa, that's weird. Uh, well, a gingham I hat. I don't even know what that yeah. is. I don't understand what you're talking about here. These are bathing apes line of clothes for adult oh. men. This is what men wear from, from their line. I, I I don't I would never wear any of that. I know. You're a, a real man. Sure no one at the mining camp that I work at knows what you're talking about right now. You're a militia and you work at a mining camp? You, you're in a, a lot of places. We're, we're fighting the Cold Wars here. <laughs> Are you serious, Mush? Yes. Bathing Ape is one of those lines where people buy it and then they resell it for like 10 times as much as they bought it for. What a taxing fucking life. Having to buy. You know, DeRosa used to buy shit <laughs> off of eBay. Because Justin Silva taught him how to buy fancy clothes off of eBay. I buy clothes off of eBay. Like what? Like all of my clothes, <clears throat> all of my uh, all of my graphic. I bought the Michael Jordan uh, minor league baseball jersey <laughs> off of eBay. I bought all my starter jackets over yeah, the that's, pandemic. It's not what I'm talking about. You're buying uh, nostalgic sports memorabilia yeah. shit, which I understand. A Pac-Man shirt, okay. Uh, I got a cool uh, graphic. Or, I get some graphic tees from yeah, it too. This guy was buying uh, luxury items, like uh, <laughs> like uh, like fancy clothes, like shoes you couldn't get. Uh, you know, he couldn't afford, but on eBay, secondhand, you know, people buy them. I would eBay has six sneakers now. I'm not into sneakers, man. I'm just not into them. I don't. I get it. Everybody loves them. Yeah. Paul Verzi, you, De Stefano, Giannis. Your sneaker matches the thing. You don't want to get them wet. I, okay. But I, I'm too old. <laughs> I wore Nikes. It was like wearing high heels. I couldn't even fucking walk. Right. But don't you have the thing? So the, the reason why I like sneakers, and I'm, I'm not the same as, as a lot of other people. Like, I don't preserve them perfectly. I'm not, I'm not the model sneaker owner. I just love how they look. And I always, it's because I didn't get them as a kid. Like, you I just did. My headphones. You look like you work at Studio 54, you cocksucker. Mine? Like, you don't like them? <laughs> No, they're too big. You're in a fucking house. They're, with, not, 
With I don't. Lo- do I look like I'm at a silent rave? That was Carl Carlson with Everlasting Love. <laughs> DJ Mike Cannon firing him off all night here for you, folks. We got it going on. That's right. That was fun, though. That was fun. Let's do it again before the end of the show. Let's try that again. <laughs> what was it? What were we saying? You, you sounded like Hyman Roth. <laughs> Nothing. Godfather two. That was a good reference. That was I, a good haven't, I haven't seen specific. Godfather two. I actually you, talked about that today. I've seen the first one. I've never seen the second one. I'm an idiot. Really? Yeah. And I know I'm going to love it. Uh, the Godfather is one of my favorite movies. I have, I have a real issue with this stuff. It's the what? only one of the only sequels ever. That's better than the first one. Uh, like yeah, it's, too. it's not the better. You know, Terminator two. It's not Terminator two. Aliens. Yeah. Aliens absolutely. Terminator two. I would say yes. The Godfather two is not better than one. It's hmm. debatable. The one they've taken. They took a. When you see it, you make. Oh, this is a lot of the shit from the Godfather one just redone in the Godfather two. I mean, am I right, KP? It's but there. then with De Niro, right? Adding, yeah, I was going to say, then you're getting young De Niro playing. I'm sorry, De Niro playing young Marlon Brando. That's I, kind of incredible. I understand that. Everybody says that. Yeah, but you get they go back in time. I, it's not as epic as seeing Michael's transformation from a, 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 a soldier, a fucking, uh, you know, to this. he was supposed to be a lawyer. He was supposed to go some other route and then see him transform into the fucking dawn where he goes, I got it, Dad. Everything's gonna be. I'm taking care of you now. And then his hands weren't shaking in front of the hospital. All the shit that went he went through to get to the end of the. And then they kill all fucking spoiler alert. Uh, the the five heads of the family. Hey, spoiler what? alert seventy six. We don't want to ruin nothing for you. God, that was the joke, KP. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the joke. They killed James Caan in the first one, so when he doesn't, sh- dude, well, he's he's my favorite character in the whole thing. We talked about it today. Did you have the same hair? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mike, can I? T- I'll tell both Mikes this if this is okay. You said this is the one that's haunting me right now that you said to me recently. Uh-huh. You looked at me and uh, Bobby just goes, "Why does your hair look like hay?" <laughs> Sorry about that. I shouldn't be talking about hair. Oh, it was. It's been haunting me every morning. I wake up and I was like, I better put. I, I need to comb it. I better. Put it does lay there. like a feral cow's hair. <laughs> sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> oh my God, I apologize. This is just terrible. Oh my God, I'm panicking. Sorry. <laughs> that was the best light I had all day, and you snatched <laughs> so it from Let's me. Let's try it again, dude. Would you? Hey. No. Hey, I'm bald. Gannon's <laughs> hair is great, but it's like a, he has the same hair as like like if you had a fucking hit pop band in the fucking early 90s. <laughs> Are you doing a reunion? Yeah, I have kind of uh, peach pit hair. Why don't you dye it? Because I don't want to. Well, I'm not saying it like you should. You don't have to be so defensive. You're in a cunty mode tonight, which I no, respect. not at all. But I, well, I, well I, I, why don't? But why don't you die? It is not like oh, you, just you because uh, the, the no, the maintenance of it. Like uh, that's why it's it's because yeah. I do not want to keep up with the well, maintenance. That's such a better answer than because I don't want to. You but that is, I don't want to. 
<laughs> no, but there's a reason behind it. You fucking, we're doing a podcast. We're not on a fucking train, you asshole. I'm gonna go to sleep. Leave me alone. Listen, you fucking cunt. Leave. I'll do it with KP. <laughs> fucking moody shit tonight, you cocksucker. I that, feel that's uh, an explanation. That's a fucking because when I used to dye my hair mm-hmm. towards the end, I had to dye yeah. the sides. And I died my goatee at one point, which was fucking devastating. You did like AJ from Backstreet Boys. You filled Um, it in with mascara. Me and Keith called it our medicine. (laughs) We had to take up medicine. Like you'd you'd show up a little gray, a little fucking little wispies. You'd be like, yo, man, you need medicine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was the taxing part of it is that you'd forget. You'd forget to uh, do it. And you'd be running out. You're like, oh, fuck. I remember one night I put mascara. And it fuck it bled like you oh, get, like Rudy like, Giuliani. <laughs> Is that the saddest thing you've ever seen? <laughs> yeah, just a once great man. <laughs> uh, yeah, he finally looked like the drag queens that he kicked out of Times Square. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a fucking good one, baby. Thank you. Listen, he was the best. He was the motherfucker. He he saved New York September 11th and then just see him on a hot day and nobody told him, hey, uh, Rudy, don't use that. That's going to melt. Oh, oh. And that's Rudy. not even like top five craziest moments of his <laughs> tenure there. <laughs> like, it's, I'll say it's, this it's right guy, right time. Thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, right guy, right time for sure. But then, man, what a fall from grace. Well, he's the classic Harvey Dent. You either die a hero or live long enough to be the villain. This guy. That's, <sighs> it just wouldn't be. Yeah. he. I really like Giuliani, though. When I first moved here and he, he's cleaned up the whole city, you know, it was, it was great. Just to be able to go down to Washington Square Park at one point and walk through it and not be petrified. Because I had to walk through that at night to go back to the east side. I had to go like around the park or through the park. And it was terrifying. Fucking it is. Terrifying. It is now. It's again terrifying. Yeah, because of fucking what's his what's her name? What's her name? Who was that broad's name that was mayor for a while? Oh, God, <laughs> man. Look at Dude. Jesus Christ. He looks like a bad morgue. Like they made him up poorly when he died. Jesus Christ. That picture is forever. Oh, he is a ghoul. There's a little um, Kevin Nealon with boobs on his head from uh, little Nikki going on. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's good. You said Washington Square Park, Bobby. That's um. If I, I'm so dumb, I'm really I'm I'm from New Jersey. I'm dumb, so I don't know this. Nobody movie. in this fucking room is smart. That's a- <laughs> just say what you're gonna say. I don't know. Mush is doing a good job with the technical shit. Mush um, fell asleep 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a prostitute motel right now. So That's where right. are you? I'm in a motel in Point Pleasant. Oh, dude, you got to go outside and score some ass, Mush. <laughs> well, there's two guys selling something outside my door. Dude, have Get yourself that, a selling night, you. bro. We got him upstairs right now. He's asleep. <laughs> yeah, he's, you like he's BB Dubs? Into his room. We got the key. We'll let you go in there and just run through his ass <laughs> for a half hour. You like a big body Latino? Yeah, yeah, we all do. <laughs> he's got a hairy back, so you can grip him real good. 
<laughs> no hair either. So the wig you put on him to make it so you're not gay is going to stay on. <laughs> if Pomosh gets raped tonight, this would be a very sad podcast. Oh, man. No, no that's be, happening Friday. Awesome. You staying in my place. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm wishing on that like it's the secret. He's going to hear a door slam open <laughs> with men just being like, There he is, get him. I'm just, no, <laughs> sir, no. Be great if they rape him and then they come on the podcast. <laughs> yo, yo. yo, yo, what you guys doing in this room? <laughs> yo, 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 Mike Cannon, man, big fan. I just saw you special. I'm like, Sherrod, is that you? <laughs> Hey, Bobby, say less. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Uh, one, one, actually, it was weird because I, I was asking this earlier. So it's um, Washington Square Park's the one with the weird arc thing that's in the park, right? That yeah. was in Ghostbusters. Yes. Yeah. Do you guys know that was designed by a pedophile? Isn't it? That, that was designed by my dad. That's a- <laughs> well, I apologize, Michael. We have some uncomfortable truths to talk about. What is what do, you, what, what do you mean by a pedophile? Yeah, what do you mean? Who's the, who's the pedophile? So this really dude just um, hang out there too. Do you know that was designed by a pedophile? <laughs> just just pose for reaction <laughs> and wait and wait and go. And what do you mean? Well, the, the ball's in your court, fellas. <laughs> what do you got there, fucking spit screen? No, this was um. Oh yeah, I had to do that. That uh, <laughs> um. It was weird. It was this Stop dude standing Mike. I'm asking for water. From who? Your producer? Is Nikki yeah. <laughs> My wife, Nikki. Does... <laughs> that... I hope different Nikki. Nicole, oh, different Nikki. You have Nicole living in your fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> if she walks in, I'm going to fire her. <laughs> How happy is Nikki that I'm gone for three weeks? She's all Mike all the time. You're gone for three weeks? Yeah, baby. Wow. Where are you going? To your tiny home? No, no. Paris, Rome, Milan. Minsk? Uh, No, uh, Amsterdam, Sweden, Germany. Wow. Uh, Yeah. Where in Germany? uh, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Tell your story there, Scarecrow. (laughs) Are you talking to me? No, no, it's me because I'm a scarecrow. My my hair is made of hay. Yeah. Um, oh, I, get it. I, I love your hair. I thought it would kill for you. Oh, it's good. It's good, man. Hair. It's good. We made it's it work fun. now. Cannon has bass player hair. I love it. Baseball. <laughs> yeah, what do you got there? Play you bass. If, if this was a band, by the way, Bobby's the lead singer. Cannon's playing bass, and and maybe I like know how to do drums or something. You're the you're tambourine. <laughs> and, I, and I get assaulted on the bus. Yeah, and Bush gets <laughs> raped on the bus. He's a rape doll. Damn. Oh, Jesus. He makes he makes enchiladas and we rape him. <laughs> it's called a gunsel. <laughs> it's called a gunsel. That's the word for that, folks. Um, no, that, that weird thing, this dude, Stanford White, um, he was like the big architect in the city. And uh, when he died, um, he got shot in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. And... Uh, when he died, um, they did an investigation into him because everybody hated the guy who shot him because they thought he was an asshole. And then it turns out this guy had like an Epstein Island, but in Manhattan. Where? Wow. So um, I Randall's it was Island. On, it was in the heart of um, 
It was in the heart of Manhattan. Yeah, that's a- why they had the ride on the way over there. They had a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you had to take a gondola to get fucking <laughs> sodomized. Yep. Oh, okay, wow. Right you see him? Stanford White. So when he got whacked, um, he got killed. Dude, he looks like my barber, dude. It's there. Oh, he looks like, I mean, half of Williamsburg has some yeah. answers, you know? <laughs> that guy is a tattoo artist in Bushwick. Jesus Christ. Boy. So it's, uh, it was Harry Kendall that whacked him. And uh, the, the whole weird thing, though, was that when this guy was alive, he was so popular. Then when he died, um, they did the investigation. They broke into his, like, uh, big, like, mansion that he had, like, maybe on Fifth Avenue or something. Maybe Mush can find that part. I forget where his house was. But um, they went into his house. Like really cool looking house, everything modern architecture, and then he had one room that was just painted green. Um, everything was painted green. I'm sorry, everything was painted red, and then there was a green ivy swing in the middle of the room, and he used to bring young girls there to do unspeakable things to. Oh, young girls? Yes, that was his thing. He used to bring underage girls. One of them was like a Pepsi Cola model that was like pretty famous. Like when you see the old Pepsi signs, that's um her. Every time I see anything with her getting raped, thanks. Thanks, oh, oh, yeah, because that I mean, Britney Spears turned out just fine, right? She was endorsed by Pepsi. That's <laughs> she did great. She was doing blow on a private jet at 11. Oof, oof. God. Was, she re- was she really doing blow? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what's uh, oh, thank, thank you. Is that your wife? Yeah, hi, Nicole, the best. Hi, how you doing? They say hi. She says hi, boys, then she hey. shook her ass. It's <laughs> she slapped that can down your face right now. <laughs> chipped your tooth. What are you looking up there, Mush? What do you got? Mush is fine. All the story. This is all legit. This is real. What is it? That guy. He did. Um, oh, the girl. Uh, Mush. Is that the paper? She looks like she's fucking thirty-five. Well, yeah. they were different times, Bobby <clears throat> Kelly. They were different times. Thirteen-year-olds look thirty-eight. That's weird, man. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, dude, she looks older than young, a young little kid. Wait, why do you know this, KP? You have favorite pedophiles? Um, I get people that uh, for American Loser, the show I do with the old man, they send me ridiculous shit, and uh, it, it was literally it was one, like a, a friend of my dad's was like, "You guys probably talk about this guy. He got murdered at Madison Square Garden." And we're like, "Oh, cool. Why?" And then we go down the thing and I'm like, "Oh wow, pedophile ring. All the elites in New York." Who's your third favorite pedophile? Um, <laughs> hang on, because I'm I don't want to go out of order here. Because number one, Stanford White, <laughs> <laughs> Epstein. Obviously, that's just the popular choice. Uh, yeah, third favorite. Epstein you, you is like the beat of pedophiles. It's like, yeah, of course, <laughs> everybody knows. He's 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 got mass appeal. <laughs> Nobody ever huh? Nobody ever picks Clinton. <laughs> No, but I, it, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if he's my favorite. Your favorite profile? <laughs> Michael Jackson? I mean, come on, he had great songs. I mean, if you go with Emperor yeah. Nero from Rome, that's a pretty good one. Oh, that guy's pretty nuts. Didn't he like burn his own genitals off with acid or something like that? Yeah, I think he also married someone and then changed his gender during the marriage to like, Rome was wild. Yeah, uh, I really just I, I can't believe I just quoted to Stefano. I'm so sorry. You said, why is that? He says Rome is wild. Rome was wild. That was I when he had hyenas that I was. Uh, yeah, that was like their whole they had their own language. It's very I miss that show, by the way. I wish those two idiots stayed together. I was on it. It was great. It was a very fun show. Yeah, yeah. it was. 
I said 13 words on my episode. I wish you did it on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Mush even turned on his mic for that laugh. (laughs) He wanted you to feel that. (laughs) Did you get that? Did you get that? thing in the background did you paint that uh mr uh, yeah what is that you... it's a michael jordan wooden plaque from is... the barcelona olympics is that from ebay did you buy that off ebay no i got that when i was seven years old from my aunt and uncle is that a real thing yeah 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 right back right back there right. you're a big sports junkie there. um how's your spe- let's talk i want to i really wanted you guys on tonight I know we're, we're yammering because we can all just yap forever, but you guys both released specials in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, Cannon, you released yours. That's right. Uh, now, uh, and and, uh, and and KP, you just released yours the other day. Uh, yeah, it's about 24 hours old now. Let me ask you a question, KP. Where did you release yours? Where did you film yours? Who shot it? And where did you release it? Uh, I got lucky, man. Um, got good people looking out for me here. Um, so uh, we've got a uh, couple things. It's uh, number one is it was uh, we filmed it at the Smod Castle, which is a pretty cool place. What is that? Tell me what that is. That is Kevin Smith's um, uh, right where they filmed Clerks. So it's uh, literally like right down. So where the quick stop is from Clerks. Yeah. Where Randall worked the video store. They turned that into a black box theater. No shit. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. So it was very cool looking. Um, They had just finished Clerks 3 at the time. So uh, (laughs) I got excited. Oh, there he pulled it up. Thank you, Mush. (laughs) Who's the dog? Whose dog is that? That's my dead dog, Eddie. And I was very sad. So uh, you killed it? Yeah. I mean, it was. uh, yeah, that, that's the special. It's just me killing the dog. <laughs> You're like, listen, dude. Yeah, I just can't take care of you if I film the special. That's so. <laughs> listen, things are happening. Okay, dude, I need a backstory for the poster. <laughs> uh, dude, it, it's way sadder than you wanted to be. Um, <laughs> friggin', uh, hang on one second here, making sure. Mush, microphone's good. Everything's okay. I just saw the th- the text. Oh yeah, that's, you're fine. Okay, thank you, man. Sorry about that. Um, so the, the poster thing was, uh, I knew it was going to be the album art for it, but the guy that I paid to do it, his name's Craig Mahoney. He's fabulously talented. I know Craig. Uh, dude, he's he's so talented. He is a classic <clears throat> artist, though, where he's flaky as fuck. So he dodged me for a good year and a half on this project after I paid him for it. And really? he was always, but he would send me updates every couple of weeks. Hey man, working on it. You know, and I was like, is Leonardo da Vinci? That's yeah, fuck? I was like, does it take two years to is this the Sistine Chapel I'm asking for right now? <laughs> but he uh eventually comes up with I mean, it's so good, whole, but it's not that good. I mean, why a <laughs> year? What the fuck? Well, it was uh it was cool. So one of my favorite movies is Escape from New York. So I wanted to do a spoof of that, and it was Escape from Jacksonville because when I got stuck down in Jacksonville. Um, I was in hell and then I, I was out of the military. I had to figure out what the hell I was going to do. And I bailed and I came back up to Jersey. All I brought with me was the dog. So that kind of always resonated. Um, you, you were, were you married, right? Uh, I might as well have been, it, it was everything short of marriage. We owned a house together. Uh, we were on the mortgage together, together four and a half years. I paid her cell phone bill. I paid her insurance, everything. Damn. You're a fucking sucker, dude. 
<laughs> I hear you. Ken is like, you ever knock up a girl more successful than you in the post? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ken. You got high for this. I know you did. You did, didn't you? No. What do you yes, mean? You did. You what do you have mean? You, you're high right now. Who's that? Who's saying that? <laughs> <laughs> what did you take? Edible? What'd you take? No. <laughs> I can't. You know what? I love you so much, but I hope you. I hope you OD. And have to <laughs> I can't wait till you're in an AA meeting with me and all my friends. <laughs> I'm an alcoholic drug addict. Uh, I ate too many gummies. Now, <laughs> when every time you do my fucking show, I can tell when you're too doped up. I'm not though. I'm having a great time. You always I'm, I'm sharp. I'm having a great time too. You're not sharp. You're sharp as a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> My asshole has some pretty spiky roids right now, so that's pretty sharp. Damn. <laughs> it works. That... <laughs> yeah, okay. it works. <laughs> just check it. Sherby roids. <laughs> KP. So you did did uh did they uh who else is filmed their special there by the way? Anybody? Uh say that again. Who else has filmed their special at the Schmodcast? Nobody. So uh Clerks Three literally wrapped the weekend before I got in there because I got to be good friends with those guys. I did a roast of Brian O'Halloran who played Dante. Yeah. And uh Brian Johnson was there. He's been on YKWD a few I love, times. I love Brian. How's he doing? I know Brian. He's great, man. Very funny dude. Um, I sent him the special. He has not responded back, so that means he likes it. I don't like the kid. like, I know Brian, too. <laughs> did I say that out loud? Yeah, you did. <laughs> he's a nice guy. <laughs> he's a great guy. He's a fantastic guy. Yeah. Bobby, don't you love that it, when it comes to edibles, it's the only time someone's ever eaten half a cookie? <laughs> That's a good joke. I'm gonna stand by that one. I don't eat. I don't eat cookies though. I just have. Uh, I just have gummies. Yeah, he said gummies, not cookies. Oh, yeah. and I. I actually have a um a Rice Krispie treat behind me. Should I get it? Yeah, he's this close to offering it to us, Bobby, through the TV. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to get fucking wasted right now. <laughs> I do love my cannon, but it'll be easier to tell this part of the story without him. Um, <laughs> So I got to be friends with uh, all the clerks guys uh, because they all kind of live and understand they got to come back to Jersey to do this stuff. And then uh, they let me film uh, the, the we recorded something and your boy Chris Ells, uh, yeah. the great Chris Ells from Laugh Button came through yeah. and he was uh, one of my guest people in the audience. And he told me, he goes, hey, let's talk about this. And then now I've had them on board and without them, I would have been lost. I would have just had a dumb YouTube video up right. of me doing stand up. They've rolled out fucking everything for me, man. And uh, my buddy, uh, Christian Cordez, who's uh, uh, you guys, I, I know Cannon likes uh, hip hop, Bobby, 90s hip hop. Do you know PM Dawn? I love PM Dawn. That's okay. that dude. And yeah, what was yeah. this song they had? Set Adrift on Memory Bliss. Yeah, how'd that go? It was really catchy. What was it? Well, they, they sampled <laughs> another song from the 80s. Yeah, but what was the what was the riff? It was really. Are you making me sing to you right now? Uh, no, I just, yes, he yeah. is. That's exactly what he's doing. What is Set it? adrift on memory bliss. No, the other one. They had another hit. 
They had a couple. There was I'd Die Without You. There was a, a bunch of good songs they had. I'd Die Without You. I'd Die Without You. <laughs> so you ready for this? Uh, Prince B, the, the, the big guy you were just talking about? Yeah. Prince B. Jersey City. His son, his son is my podcast producer. That's Kahuna. Get the fuck, really? Yeah, that, that's Christian Cordes, man. He's super talented filmmaker. He filmed the special. He got a, a bunch of guys. He looks just like his dad, man. It's fucking crazy. Is that his dad or him? Uh, that's his dad right there uh, in the the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they, yeah, they were great. They're fucking hippie, hippie kind of rap R and B, right? I like that headband. Well, they were doing like uh, speaking <laughs> or singing their rhymes before, like being like, like they, they were the counter to the. There's actually like a weird beef with them in KRS One or something like that. I forget what the whole deal is, but. Um, Hope there's but, ketamine in that fucking rice cooker. How about you start foaming from the corner of your mouth? <laughs> We're just screaming, Nick, Nickel! Yeah. Mike's next special is going to be him doing crowd work on fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, that might be that might that might be in the cards. Hey, now, uh, Cannon, you did your special by yourself too, right? Sure did, Bob. Second now, one. Second one you did by yourself. Yeah. Now, where'd yeah. you shoot yours? Triad Theater on the Upper West Side. Oh, I love that theater. Yeah, it's really nice. It's like what? small, intimate, 130 seats, and uh, uh, but kind of plays big, right. I guess. No, I love yeah. that. They, um, I've done shows there a long time ago. Um, someone did a, a show. Uh, they were running shows there on weekends. And uh, didn't they do it? They did a play there, too. Lewis, Big J. <laughs> I think they did the uh, Ha the Musical, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's up I, with the name, though? White Privilege Homeless. Yeah, what is that? Because, you know, picking the name for the special mm-hmm. means something. What is yeah. it? Mean? Um, it is, well, it's the punch of a big bit. And also, it is basically a definition of what I was for 14 months, which is the central theme of the whole show, which is I was living in a giant house with my in laws and yet remained wildly frustrated and uh, enraged. Oh, it was about the pandemic. Yeah, or not about the pandemic, just about what happened to my family. Like, not, I, I don't, like, do mask jokes or even, like, yeah, I don't do any takes or anything like that or talk about the pandemic. I just talk about how I we had to live there. You had to live with your in-laws. Yeah, for 14 months. Oh, uh, what an epic fucking, we used to see your stupid photo, that painting. <laughs> yeah, the Gustav Klimt behind yeah. me. And that's the thing is like, you know, they were, uh, it's super generous. They they allowed us to live in their home for 14 months. And yet I, uh, you know, still, still a tricky situation to navigate. Tricky situation because you're a comedian. Yeah. We oh, in terms of like the writing and the material. Yeah, we can't let anything go. We can't see, we have to rip everything apart. We have to tear yeah. it apart and. It you took know. me a while, though. You ever you ever not realize that you're kind of like too enraged by something to be funny about it? And then all of a sudden it just like rolls out like oh. you just you just kind of get over it. And then the the material comes from it. Yeah. I mean, people always say, when are you going to write about being in juvie jail? It's like, dude, I, I haven't yet. It just hasn't come out yet. It's still fucked up to me to think about all that shit. Yeah. Uh, it's not a. <laughs> I mean, this isn't really compar- comparative to juvie jail for sure. Well, it's your, your <laughs> little fucking, uh, you know, your little time of fucking uh, discomfort. Of whoa. Of discomfort. <laughs> I mean, living with your wife and your new baby in, yeah. you know, going from 
you, I mean, being hot, everything going good. This is awesome to your life is taken away. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, I mean, comedy, let's be honest, I believe is our first love, you know, mm. we're, we're in love with comedy, you know, and then somewhere along the line, it becomes our side piece. Uh, if you have a healthy marriage, you know, that you abroad, fucking see the kid on weekends. You know I mean? That was um, my downfall was the, the, the chick I was with, uh, gave a lot of stuff to her down in Jacksonville, bought her a house, bought her everything. Well, then she saw me doing stand up and she just goes, uh, oh, wow. Um, uh, there's something you like more than me. And it became competitive. Was it that? Or was it the stand up? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you like that more than me? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say neither. It was also that I, I gained forty pounds after I got out of the military. Nice. Yes, <laughs> that was a tough one, man. It's always I've been up and downer, my whole fucking career in show business, gaining weight and then losing weight. I remember the top guy at CAA. I mean, the top of the top. One day, I lost all the weight. I was shredded again. I think it was 2008, 2007, and he came up to me at one of this big event in Vegas. He goes, you look great, man. You going to keep it off this time? Oof. Oh, like, Damn. Like, yeah. <laughs> Imagine he said that to a chick. That'd be so funny. Nah, looking good, sweetie. Hopefully you keep that shit off for a while, right? <laughs> Bobby, did, did the roles change that you were being offered like in terms of act? Because I yeah, know just went from uh, having roles to none. <laughs> well, you eat plenty of rolls by gaining rolls you lost rolls um, yeah, do some roll jokes let's go <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what my mean one was uh when i was in shape when i was um doing good again i had the, the short haircut all of my roles were hey we're looking for a guy to play background officer or arresting officer i was a cop in everything yeah and then as soon as i put on like 15 more pounds they're like hey we have um uh, lacrosse coach available. Um, I, fun I got, gym teacher is available. I got um, no. I was I was pretty hot for a minute with role like Law and Order. I did a I did a bunch of stuff for FX. I was on Louie. Uh, I did the thing with Leary. I did uh, you had your deal with FX, right? I had a deal with FX, a pilot deal. Mm -hmm. um, I had two pilot deals with FX. Um, I had a lot of shit like ro roles coming in, but this, and, and I mean, if you want to be real, this last fat, uh, getting this heavy is not, um, not, you know, showbiz heavy. I was, you know, there's fat guys on TV. If you look at fat people on TV that play fat people, they're really not that fat in life. Right. Uh, Tom DeLuise was a fat guy in TV, but if you saw him, he's really not that fat. Like in the movie fatso, he's not that fat. Yeah. That, that was uh Bronx Bronx uh warrants. You don't look that big there, are you? No, it wasn't that big, but that vest should have fit my stomach. <laughs> Dude, you look like that. I actually thought that was Michael Chiklis for a second. That's a good picture of you. Yeah, that was uh Bronx Warrants and Was that with Godfrey? Godfrey and uh Schultze was in it. Schultze played a I had to chase Schultze down the streets of Queens naked. You were naked? No, Schultze was butt naked. Oh, uh, Schultz's got a big piece, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a big, huge meal. They had to cover it with the sock, and it was just this dong. Um, yeah, he, he he had no qualms being naked. He was just fucking naked on set. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you be? Why wouldn't I be? No, no. If you had that 
Like if you just had at resting a big thick cut of beef that everybody enjoys, why wouldn't you just be like, yeah, this is this is going to hang out with us? Yeah, 100 percent. I would be. Well, he's a first generation immigrant, too, isn't he? That's worth following up on. Come on. Come on. Help me out here. There's a question about whether or not he's circumcised. I want to get to. Is this whether or not he's circumcised? This is him. Now we're going to watch it. Oh, dick on the blackboard. Action, Bobby. I love it. Hell no, man. I don't know what kind of hepatitis we bully has cooking that scabby body. Quit screwing around and get down here, right? Oh, you cuffed his dick. You cuffed his dick. Have you ever seen anything like that? Hell no. Shit, I touched it, man. Gee, you freaking molested. Oh, man, that's a puzzle. How'd you get under the sack like that? I couldn't see, man. I was just grabbing, you know what I mean? I thought it was his arm, like a small arm, like a baby leg. Baby leg? Yeah, look at my vest is up on my tits. (laughs) Yeah, that was fun, man. I don't I can't believe that didn't get picked up. It was a fun show. Uh, I remember, (laughs) what was it? The first day of shooting, Leary's there. The heads of FX are there. Somebody from Fox is there, which is the parent company of FX. And uh, we were doing a scene where we we come into this uh, room, and you know sometimes you have to hit these marks. At so you got to say your lines and hit a mark. Say a line, hit another mark, and it's hard because you, you there's there was uh four people on the scene. So we all had to come in and hit these marks and say your line. And if one person fucks it up, it's just fucked. You go back to one, you know, dude, it was bad. He, we did dude. There's one take and I, and they showed me this, uh, the next day where it's just, it's my face. Godfrey in the in, in the foreground and the other cast members, and he comes in. I think it was take thirty seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He comes in and goes, "Yo, where's Mister? Where's it? Where about?" And he fucks it up. And I go, "Fuck!" And I just, just <laughs> I was like, right here. "I'm like, fuck." It was so bad. I thought he was gonna get fired, man. He came up. He pulled up because he would drive me home every day, and he pulled up. He goes, "Yo." Is it bad? I go, yeah. I just started laughing. I was like, it's fucking bad, dude. It's bad. You gotta fucking go home and rehearse. I was like, call a friend, stay up all night, and you better know your lines tomorrow because you're getting a hot one if you come in tomorrow. It was it was like 40 takes. That's dude, terrifying. 40. And we're a low budget, we're low budget. There's the whole people downstairs watching on the monitors. Was that a possible? That was Apostle, Leary, Serpico, uh, Saletti, mm. FX. And it was these two guy, two warrant cops in the Bronx. It's a real thing. There's these cops in the Bronx that for extra money, they're kind of like, um, you know, they go out and they collect warrants and they get all this extra money. It was the Bronx Warrants Division. So they would go out like Dog the Bounty Hunter and collect all these this extra cash. 
uh, and do it. And 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 they, these were the, the stories that they were telling. I, I wish it was just based off you, though, man. If it was a show of Bobby the Bounty Hunter, I would watch that endlessly. It'd be so much better, man. Just uh, you guess, yeah, like except Christ in your heart, dude. You know what I mean, dude? Yeah. <laughs> I bet there's more tape of Bobby saying the N word. <laughs> I first taked all that down. Uh, I, uh, yeah, that was a fun one. That I, I was sad that the if that got picked up, it would have been epic. It would have been fucking awesome to shoot that for fucking five years. Yeah. Um, I think they went with Fox went with Brooklyn nine one one nine 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 Brooklyn nine nine instead. Which I get it, you know, fucking it's goofier, it's sillier. This was more. Uh, they had, yeah, they had a couple more names. Couple names, but it's a sillier show. It's this was more like a a rescue me type of show, right? Uh, with the moments. Um, yeah, that was it. And then we did. Uh, what else did we do? We did my pilot. What was that about? What was your thing about? Because I remember being excited about that because it was like your story, right? It was. It was called the Big Me, and it was. Uh, it was about. It was almost. It was basically if you took the movie Fatso, which is my favorite movie of all time, one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- uh, if you took that movie and made it into a series and, and made it contemporary, the, the old, and Tim Dillon was in it. Uh, he was my best friend. He played basically Tim Dillon. Get the I, honey, I, I, Junior. That was, that was when Tim was uh, kind of new on the scene. I just fucking loved Tim. Yeah, so great. And uh, the opening scene is I'm about I'm gonna fucking kill myself i was just in a room with a gun and i'm about to blow my fucking brains out and tim saved me with a trick-or-treat snickers bar (laughs) and what they say that wasn't marketable i think it was no the fx loves that crazy shit yeah i know it's great but the whole world changed dude the whole fucking world changed i mean i was at i was at fx when we shot uh, when we were shooting uh, Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll, mm-hmm. and FX got called out on the fucking carpet for not having minorities or women. It was all men. It was just a fucking dick swinging guys club. And it was. I mean, it was, you know, Leary. It was The Shield. It was Sons of Anarchy. The, the shows were great. Absolutely. Yes, the shows were fantastic, and they were all hits, and they were winning fucking award after an award. But they... was that, they, what, FX wasn't... Spike, Louis, right? Louis, no, Louis, no. Spike was man, man. Spike was right. man, shit. Spike was they had the man awards. They they didn't give a fuck, you know. Right. He had a UFC fucking show. That they, became true, I think, right? Yeah, Spike, yeah. Spike switched it up. They the if you remember at that time before that it was all guy shit that was hit that was just hitting, and then uh, that's when they switched over. I mean, the head of FX gave a speech at the upfronts about how we're going to change things. We're going to, and they did, they started adding women directors and, and a lot of women's shows. I mean, if you look, look at the, look at the network now. And they've been sinking ever since. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Are they sinking? I don't think so. Right? I have no idea. I think, I think that, that uh, I think Pamela, the answer is no good. Sorry. Uh, Spike is no longer around at all. It was originally the national network yeah. and it became Spike. Uh, True TV was Court TV. Ah, uh, that's right. Well, Court TV is Court TV now, though. Uh, no, True TV is used to be Court TV. I just so, watched Court TV all and, day today, Johnny right, Depp. And, and then they added a new Court TV after okay. they got rid of the old one. 
Yeah, FX is does uh, Atlanta now. Does a yeah. lot of weird fucking uh, all Atlanta is awesome though. That show Atlanta's is a good great. show. He's fucking great. And uh, and then the other show, I don't know what the fuck it is. So do you yeah, watch this? Um, because I I kind of feel this way all the time too, where I was like, the new stuff isn't catered to me. So I wish I could go back to when I was like the coveted demographic for TV and stuff like that. Because when I was coming up, ages thirteen to thirty-five, I think was like the most coveted demographic for uh, like pro wrestling audiences and stuff like that. Right. And so everybody kind of followed suit, and I I enjoyed listening to Joe Rogan on I occasion. Asleep, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm listening. I'm, listening. I'm intently listening. If if Mike falls asleep, just just shut his camera off, please, Moshe. <laughs> as soon as he nods I off, promise I'm not nodding off. I was just in locked in. The show, okay? Mike, just do me a favor. Just type into your computer as you're falling asleep. Escape from Jacksonville on YouTube. <laughs> just hit enter and go to bed, buddy. Um, but yeah, if you ever rewatch some of that stuff, because everybody was going like trying to catch the the wrestling audience or whatever. I love Rogan. I love Stanhope. Their man show stuff was sometimes funny and then sometimes incredibly uncomfortable. Well, they were uncomfortable, but the man show itself was a fucked up show. Oh, totally. That and I didn't I'm not even even they, talking about the uh the original incarnation. Yeah. Didn't they open up with just chicks on trampolines with the tits? That's how they closed. That was the close. The yeah. opening yeah, was, was just best. a camera zooming in on girls like pouring beer over their titties and stuff like yeah. that. Which don't get me wrong, is awesome. I was in like okay. eighth grade with a purple dick just watching that show. It was the best. One of them was uh, Chrissy Hemi and uh, Mushel. No, she went on to be a pro wrestler or something. And that was like the, one of the hottest chicks I've ever seen in my life. So it was very awesome for me for that. But then it's, you know, I, I get why some change had to happen. But, uh, you know. I do why. Tough crowd, Chappelle, the man show. It was a fucking it was a fucking man's world back then. Uh, you it guys had some fun. parties. <laughs> it was fun. Comedy was fun for those 10 years. It was fun. I remember me and Sherrod went on a uh, a college tour with Burley Bear Network, which is Lauren Michaels spinoff. It was, it was Comedy Central for colleges. Only huh. colleges got the network. I was a VJ. I was a, uh, so I would introduce videos. Hey, next up, we got the straight cats. Whatever you know what I mean, all that shit. And Sherrod wound up doing some stuff, and then who was it? Ann Harris, who wound up became in the head of uh, Comedy Central, was just uh, like a she was an intern. She wound up just working there. So me, her, Sherrod went. We just went and did colleges, and we I remember one one of these things. We did this frat house, and then we just started throwing frisbees at this chandelier. And they were like, Wah! and then they took us into the basement where every room, it was like animal house. Every room had a different theme. It was, and I'm sober and it was fucking nuts. I had a blast. There's <laughs> chicks everywhere. I think Sherrod finger popped a chick in the van. It was, that sounds it was right. uncomfortable. Uh, how many hours later did she wake up? <laughs> <laughs> she never woke up. Yeah, no, we had to bury the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the sad part. <laughs> and Harris buried her under the bars in the frat house. He fingered uh, her to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, call, I mean, dude, call, you guys don't even know. Colleges were the fucking thing. Fuck clubs. When we were coming up, Barry Katz would, he and Matt Frost worked for Barry. 
it was colleges. You would do college after college after college, thousands of dollars. You'd go in smoking chicks. Uh, I mean, we're in our late twenties and just going and doing colleges and, uh, and making fucking tons of cash. I remember going with Keith Robinson to colleges. One time me and Keith went to a college, one of my first colleges with Robinson and he was, he was so mad. We showed up at the college. It was my photo. It was Robert Kelly, eight o'clock. It was just, you know, my stupid headshot smiling and there was no photos of him. <laughs> Violently angry. He goes, you're headlining, motherfucker. You want to be, they got your face up. He called Matt Frost, motherfucker. He's going up last. If they're the one he's, he was so insulted. He went up and laid the hammer. I've never seen him. Just fucking rah, bird money, bank bird. Come on. Good con, Just killing it. And then goes, all right, give it up for Robert Kelly. And as I'm walking by, fall that motherfucker. <laughs> I did. I smashed it. <laughs> fucking killed it. He was so mad. But I fucking had bugage. Right? I mean, that was sweaty. Am I right about this, too? Huh? I want to ask you about, uh, like, I've worked with both of you guys a bunch of times, man. When you have a murderous set, you are two points hotter to every girl that's at the show that night. Dude, that night, I was <laughs> I was kidding. I had this chick in my hotel room. I was banging her against the window. It was so <laughs> hot. And he's knocking on my door. Let's go, young gun. Let's go. Because he wanted to drive home. Six hours, he wanted to drive home. He got uh, Coca-Cola, and I had to listen to fucking Motown the whole way home. And he fired Matt Frost eight minutes into the ride. He called him up. <laughs> he fired Frosty. It was so funny. Then he dropped me off in Philly at the train station. He made me take the train home to New York. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, dude. Keith was rough. Keith was a rough motherfucker. That's awful. It was fucking great, dude. It was fun. I mean, I was scared in Philly. It was like four in the morning. I was waiting. I'm waiting for a six o'clock train. It was terrible, but he goes, You'll be fine, player. Just go <laughs> fucking go ahead. Go across the street. Right in that door. Right in there. Go in there. Ask for a ticket. Now he sounds like De Niro when he's telling uh Henry Hill's wife, Yeah, go in there, get some dresses. Go in there and get some dresses. That's all it is. Oh, dude. Yeah. I it sucks you guys don't you guys are all doing clubs now, but colleges were fun, man. Colleges was a a party. Like you'd go there and they'd be like, Let's go. Where are you guys Mike, going? Mike, going? Am I wrong? They're dead. I, I mean, I've done a few, but not in years. I haven't done one in a I, long time. It's never happened. You you colleges were they were they telling you what to do, what not to say and only a couple of uh, like the Catholic ones were like that, but uh, I did I did Rutgers once, and that was actually really fun. And it, but that was like put on by sororities, so it was like just a bunch of yeah hot young gayish and uh, in a full auditorium. And it was a great show, and then we hung out like at their house after that, and I was like, this is weird, man. These are like children, girls. And they're like bubbling around with Lisa Frank folders and shit. And I was just like, all right, I'm going to I'm going to head out of here. And I think somebody much older than me was like, cool. See you. See you tomorrow. Back in the city. <laughs> I was like, I... oh, they stayed. That's... Oh, yeah. For I sure. love you not ratting them out now. Good for you, kid. No, <laughs> I love no, you man. ratting Ben Bailey out. <laughs> <laughs> I've never worked with Ben, actually. Ben is funny, man. Ben used to Ben was good. 
he was good. He wasn't that good. He was, he was a good comic, but he wasn't great. <laughs> and then he started hosting. And when he started hosting, he became so funny because he mm. had to go up after in between everybody, Chappelle, Moore, Patrice, me. He had to go up and down all the time. And then he started doing crowd work and his crowd work shit uh, just popped him off. And he, he just became, you know, when he popped, when he really became funny is when he, he really smashed Keith at that roast. That roast. That was when everybody was like, crazy. Oh, oh we were like, Ben's funny. Like, Ben's yeah. funny now. Yeah. You I, guys probably, I think you say that during that thing too, where you admit, like, okay, Ben's funny now. Oh, man. He was, he was fucking brilliant. I mean, brilliant. He shut. He did like 25 minutes. He oh. did forever. He did 25 minutes and Keith came and thought he was going to improv his set. <laughs> He thought his charisma was going to fucking make it, and it didn't. That's it, the best. Then he yep. took out a piece of, oh, you want jokes? And he took out a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a fucking joke written on a napkin, and it didn't work. And we were on the back going, stretch. Keep going. <laughs> oh, that Bobby was Kelly, Can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah, what's up, buddy? I think this is a good one, man. And, and I'm very honored to be here. It is my first uh, comedy special. I don't know what to do next. I'm nervous about stuff. Uh, I know Mike's put out a couple. I've been very, very uh, supportive of him. You're a fucking legend. You know that. When you put out your first one, did you reach out to anybody like for advice on how to do it and how to go about it? Like go about what? Doing it? Uh, well, to go about like, I mean, whether to how you were going to proceed with it or was there anybody that you reached out to to um, maybe look for some advice from somebody you look up to? Uh, but but, but what advice to do the special or after? Uh, both. I would say both. One or, or either or. Dude, when I did my special, the last one, it, you... you. Um, I meant the, I'm sorry, I meant the first one, but I do want to hear what you're saying about the last one. Dude, the, 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 I, that was the last one. I, before that, you got a special. When I, when I first came out, you got a 15 minutes uh, premium blend. Then you got a half hour. Uh, and then you got uh, an hour. But in between the premium blend and the hour, they kind of stopped giving shit out. You know, Netflix stepped into the game. Uh, Comedy Central wasn't really doing shit anymore. Uh, fucking with guys like me. So I put my own out. Uh, we had a company, uh, Brian Volkweiss's company came to us once. And then we pulled out. And then they came back to us. And we were a week away, I think two weeks away from shooting with them. We, we, we were, we had the schedule and then they were like, we had the venue, we had everything. And, um, they came back, you got to shoot at John Jay theater. And I was like, why? And they were like, you have to shoot at John Jay. I was like, I don't want to do a theater. I'm not a theater comic. I'm a club comic. I want to do a club. And they were like, you have to, I go, who's shooting there? And they were like, Steve Byrne is shooting a special the night before I go. So you have the next night and this is a package deal. So you want me to shoot my special in the same place Steve Burns shooting his special? Yeah, but we're gonna make it look totally different. But it's the same fucking place. Like, yeah, I go. All right, I'll call you back in a couple minutes. Just let me think about it. And I never talk to him again. And then, I mean, you got to give enough for uh, um, uh, Jim Serpico because Jim was like, "Dude, we'll do it. I'll do it." And we did it. And uh, we got Bobcat to jump in. And we shot. We were the first ones to shoot a special at the Village Underground. Yeah. And then uh, we, we. I mean, it was. He put a whole crew and put a lot of favors. We shot it, and then after we shot it, uh, Comedy Central bought it, and then Netflix bought it, 
So, and now it's on Amazon. So, um, you know, it was a different game, you know, it's a different game back when I did that. Uh, I was like one of the first ones to shoot like out of all the group of my guys, your own thing and kind of do it on your own and then sell it to them, present it to them and for them to buy it. But now that's all they do. I think, right? I mean, you got everybody shoots a special every fucking weed at the village. There's nine, 19 people that have village underground specials now, right? You have one there, Mike, right? Yeah. Yeah. I did my last one there. Yeah. Um, list. Uh, yeah. Joe did two there. Run on did one. Sam Morell did one. Yeah. It yeah. does. I matter. mean, it's a beautiful space. Ted Alexandro did one. Yeah, Mike Cannon. I'll ask you this. Mike Cannon, should I, should I tell the story or no? Is it bad? What? The, the one about, um, uh, Bobby, uh, talking to me about the specials people shoot. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh God. Erwan is just, uh, it's affecting you now, sir. Um, we should I'll probably t- keep that for the Patreon just in case. Understood. It's pretty bad. Yeah. I, I just get, watch out. Bobby might use it as a clip. Do, oh, I get, um, you know what story it is. It's the one where I get beat the fuck up before I go on stage. Mike, listen. I used to- <laughs> Listen, we've learned our lessons about clips now. <laughs> how, about, how about this week? I can't even tell you. Joe, Joe sent me the clip for this week. I'm like, no, Liz will get fired. It's a, <laughs> it's a clip. Yeah, but it promotes the Patreon. Yeah, it's in the Patreon. Shut the fuck up. No more of this fucking out of the Patreon, in the Patreon shit. The Patreon stays in the Patreon. Yeah. We yeah. If we learned our lessons from that fucking clip. <laughs> Here's the problem with that clip. Voss's line was way too funny. I know. It was perfect. I have to watch my people be put back on trains. <laughs> uh, now I know what it's about. Woo! Um, anyways, yeah, everybody shoots special. You can, it doesn't matter anymore. I don't, it sucks that specials, specials don't matter anymore. It's more for, um, to get people to view it somewhere, YouTube or whatever, and then have clips. You got clips. It's for all of it though. It it matters as a full piece and it matters as clips. It's all a cumulative effort. It depends what you want, how you want to showcase it. Cause there are still people that like to watch ours. There's definitely people that like to do that. They do, but then there's they, also people that don't, and they only consume it through the minute-long reels. But people like people like less than an hour now too. Yeah, people like these thirty. Like Stefano just put a thirty-five-minute special out. Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, it's the whole the whole game is mishmash now. It's 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 whatever it is. You don't know what it is. Kind of cool. A lot of different shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I, I look, you like it because you're in that mix. That's your life. I don't like it because I, I but, I, you know, I'm fucking old. I don't know. I like, I am from an older, I like a special. I like mm-hmm. Louis special when he came out. Sorry, the thing in the background. It's this kind of big event. I would love to be given a special. Like, I, I've waited my entire life for that. <laughs> but it, I only like it because I have to like it. And I have to. It's, because you, it's, you might not be given. You might not be given that chance to have that big special. No. And that's fine by me. I like I like putting together my own thing. It's something that I didn't think I would be able to do. But I've been able to do it. And I've I've done it from the ground up. You know, yeah. like 
really organized some pretty high high level production shit. So I feel good about that. Well, technology's helped out with that. Yeah, totally. Everything is so much smaller now, and you can well, and aligning yourself with just people that you know are also after the same shit. It's like finding finding other people that are shooting stuff that are just understand you know what's going on and how it's all it's all kind of a what a symbiotic relationship yeah but it's sad to me to be honest with you because your last special was special and yeah. i think that for comedy central or not coming netflix or whoever to not pick that up not say hey man this is really good like this is a great special this comic this young guy is really got a piece of work here we need to have this on our platform and we can, we, people need to see this or they'll just put out the same fucking five people. Mm. And that bugs me. That bothers me. That bothers me that somebody somewhere didn't see your special and go, and maybe they will, you never know. Well, but you know, Amazon, Hulu, uh, Paramount, uh, NBC, peacock whatever the fuck it is somebody should have been like dude this is a great special because your last special was special yeah i mean my current one is really good i think but the way i'm choosing to frame it is it the crowd work no no white privilege homeless white privilege that's what i'm talking about yeah 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 right now i think is fucking jamming thanks man is fucking jamming and it should have been on a like some someone should present that to them because it should be on a it should the, be on a bigger platform, dude. The way the way I'm I'm choosing to look at it, <laughs> probably out of self preservation and necessity. I get but the it. way the way I'm choosing to look at it is, I I don't think that these platforms are capable of breaking people anymore. Hmm. Like so, I don't. I think they're all after the same real estate as each other to try to gain subscribers and also boost their stock valuation because it's not even about who actually watches their shit. It's owning. I disagree, and I'll tell you why. Mm. Dane Cook, everybody thinks Dane Cook was, he had social media, and he did all this stuff. It's not true. Yes, he had that. But Comedy Central, and I know this for a fact, put a million dollars of advertising behind him. Yeah. A million dollars of advertising. So if a company like Netflix or whoever uh, decides you're the next guy, and they put, five hundred thousand dollars worth of advertising behind you put your shit everywhere put you in variety in all these magazines and get you these are all things you buy it's like the oscars people think they win oscars they don't win oscars they run for an oscar they have to go to parties they have to meet these people they have to shake hands kiss babies same thing with a special someone gets behind you they could make you the next motherfucker yeah. that's what they did with burr that's what but they isn't did. all of it like narrative like you want you also have to have a good story like pete pete, pete davidson has a perfect story for for grand success i mean it's a it's really sad and and tragic and awful but that story especially being on the new york show like the new york comedy staple it's just like it is a perfect storm of like good at comedy Really great story. Continue to push that and learn and leverage yeah, all of it. Of, he had a lot of people in his corner. He had for a sure lot of people. It's no, it's dude. It's people putting you over. Yeah, right. But Pete Davidson's story means he should story. be. Yeah. Pete Davidson's story means he should be Batman. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just putting out fires no, everywhere. I think, look at Pete. No, I know, but the the story is what people use to put you over. Like the nar- the narrative people, behind you. But you need the people to put you over, dude. Yeah, you need the people to put you over. That if if um if Pete Davidson started to put you over, and 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 really, or, or Billy Burr or who or Judd Apatow was like this kid special is the next thing, and I want you to see it. And then they see it. Oh, this is great. And it keeps going from there. And look at, don't forget too, you know, investing like Nate, Nate's a perfect example who spent a lot of money each month on social media, Mm -hmm. a company that did clips, did all these things. He was one of the, the first people to start doing this stuff and he had a company do it and he paid a lot of money for it. Um, so yeah, to get you over, you know, so it's nice it's yeah, you can do it yourself and it's always great, but you I mean, who knows? Someone someone should see your special. I think I think your special should be on a platform. Because dude, I've never I'm I'm I told you this before. You kill in this special. You fucking mm-hmm. murder. It's a murderous special. It's not a that was good. It's a like fucking wow, what the fuck is that? You know? Um did, you know did, did you watch my special yet, Bobby? <laughs> did you? Chance to- I did not watch special, but I'll tell yeah. you right now, and not, and I'll blow smoke up both your asses. And you know, I don't do that. Uh, your opening joke, you did it the other night at that fucking shit fest we were at, uh, and it's on your special and it's on your clip right now. It's fucking hilarious. Thank I think you. that that joke where COVID was like fashion <laughs> started in Italy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. Like, well, how does it go? It's a- <laughs> do your bit. Uh- uh, that uh, cover was like fashion because you heard about it in Italy. Don't, don't fucking fag him out of doing it. <laughs> I, 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 I smoke up your fucking old ass for 10 minutes. Let him have a fucking second of glory, you piece of shit. It's just that uh, cover was like fucking fashion. Fucking piece of shit cannon fucking routine. He pull, do your bit. Do your thing, pussy. I was just, I was just <laughs> kidding. Do what you're, you're told. Shut up, cannon. Let him do have your prepare material, <laughs> dummy. Piece of shit. Go ahead. <laughs> right. do it. It's weird. So don't. It's a great bit. I'll tell you what. It's on my Instagram, folks. Yeah. Thanks to Laugh Button and Bobby Kelly. No, dude. Uh, listen, KP, you've become so much better in the last couple of years. <laughs> I use you all the time, dude. You're fucking hilarious. You're always fucking great you never ever fucking fail and that's a big thing you know especially you can come in and do 10 minutes you can do 30 minutes and you fucking you kill every time it's great you know i love seeing that shit like mush mush got better joe russell's fucking better i love seeing young guys get good i love when i saw cannon when i showed up at that golf course and cannon was murdering i was like oh this fucking cocksuck is good now i I love seeing that shit i'm doing that place this weekend yeah. Oh, well, who's that for? For the same people. Who? Who? Uh, I forget. Stand, stand up, up. Stand up, New York. Yeah. yeah or John, was, at least. I got fucking harangued into that thing. Fucking Aaron Berg. smoke fucking cigar. Me and you. I thought it was, thought it was just a me and Aaron Berg gig. Uh, I was with Berg the day you did that gig. That's funny. Uh, that cocksucker. I was like, this is just a stand up New York gig. I'd rather be at the cellar. That's so funny. I thought I, he sucked at me like we were hanging out like pals. <laughs> he, he went home. <laughs> that that town was so beautiful. Jesus Christ. 
Darien, Connecticut. You should have got. You know how much money they're making on that gig? Oh, so much. They're not. Yep. So yeah. much. Yeah. Fuck that. Aggravates me. I hate when I go into a gig and I see a middleman. <laughs> like it was it was like um i mean it was like what connecticut has pockets in these little towns you'll be driving with you again it's like a little ghetto blah blah all of a sudden it's christmas insane. all year long insane I, I don't even know what the name of the town is i i think they magically when you leave they make you forget about the town so you won't <laughs> you just get men in black on your as you cross the town line yeah, it was a golf course, but it was so magical. And then you went in; it was just these rich white people, yeah, in, in the, inside for this comedy show. And I was like, "What the fuck?" They had lobster rolls. Yeah. They, had like, they had like food we shouldn't have had. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and some lady from a new news network was like trying to get everybody to do her show. Remember that? Yeah, some weird. It was just fucking weird. It was weird. Her name was Ann Coulter. <laughs> he was very Illuminati-ish, though. She had, like, her husband by the balls. Like, it was a leash. It was weird. I still have the uh, money in my Venmo. I never used it. <laughs> Freaky gig. Yo, we're going to go and smoke cigars, me and you. It's going to be a good night. You want to do it? All right, dude. That sounds fun. We'll hang. It's <laughs> friends. <laughs> Stupid. You're going on after fucking Pete Wiki. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, guys, listen, uh, no, you guys both have really great specials out there. I've been yapping about your fucking specials. I'm so happy you guys are doing it, too, um, because there's a lot of shit specials out there. and You guys are very funny. Uh, what is your special again there? Fucking Stamenka, KP? Me? No, no, yours uh Jamaica means me, I believe. That's, what, uh, is it mean? what is it? Uh, it's Escape from Jacksonville. Watch it on YouTube. Leave me as many comments as you can, man. I appreciate it. Thank and you. And how long me. is your special? Uh, well, we I think the the final cut was uh, forty eight minutes. That's great. Uh, make sure you check it out. Very funny guy. Uh, first of all, U.S. military, Navy. So you should buy it for your country. That's right. Especially this weekend. <laughs> Is it, oh yeah, what is it this weekend? Memorial, Memorial Day? Day weekend. That's so fucking hilarious. Um, and of course, Mike Cannon special. Is uh, it yeah. Now, where is it available? Uh, YouTube.com slash Mike Cannon comedy. White privilege, homeless, and uh, also leave comments. And it's for nothing. For nothing. For you can nothing. go watch. You can go watch the special. Both of these for nothing. Correct. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, God, man, I swear to God, if I wish I hope I if I hit if I was a billionaire, I would fucking start my own comedy network and I'd start it with you two. I'd start with Mike first. And then if it took off, I'd, I'd, I'd. Do we have money. Do we have money for a KP? I don't know if we do. Can we afford it? It's collateral damage. Well, she's like, what about me? Uh, I mean, I'm getting raped in the vestibule. <laughs> That's right. Repeatedly, dude. Repeatedly. Did that thing kick in yet? Your uh, <laughs> the what? Your uh, little snack you ate? Um, no, actually. So it's definitely going to hit me in the middle of the night. I'm going to get up to piss and get terrified from my cat. <laughs> I don't get drugs, man. I don't get them. They're the best. 
How'd you? All right, we're gonna go to Patreon right now. We have some stuff. Stick around, it's not over yet. This episode of YKWD is continuing now, exclusively on patreon.com slash Robert Kelly. See you there. All right, listen, KP, check out his new special. It is available on his YouTube page, I believe. Uh, yes? Yes, sir, YouTube, Escape from Jacksonville. <laughs> I love when you act like that. Escape from Jacksonville, very funny comedian. Check him out wherever he is. What's your uh, Instagram again? At KP Burke sucks. <laughs> it's true. Um, <laughs> and give it up for Mike Cannon, the fucking stoner. Oh, come on. I'm more than that. No, I'm you're a, a, I'm a dad. I'm you're, a dad. Yeah, bring up the kid again. <laughs> no, you're Love a, you, Bob. Have a great and restful month. You deserve it. you i hate you uh all right kid i love you and check out his special that's available right now that's uh right. it's the both the special very funny man i mean hilarious guys and um, i'm so glad i know these young bucks these next motherfuckers that are coming up uh and of course check out mike v schwarz at mike v schwarz he is everywhere mike where are you going to be this weekend we we're going to promote um in january and june i mean i'll be somewhere in san Antonio by the time this comes out right now i'm trying not to get murdered so. all right cool good luck dude Hopefully we're going to take care of Mush. Mush is going to come crash in my place, I think, next week. Oh, good, good. Why don't you have him there now, you piece of shit? I, I didn't uh, know he was here. All right. Uh, and, uh, of course, check me out, Robert Kelly Live, all my dates, Just for Laughs, Nasty Show. The Nasty Show is a hot one this year. Big J's hosting it. It's going to be fucking great. Uh, I will be in Versani's in August. And those are my two dates this summer. I'm taking the rest of the summer off to be with Family. And uh, you can go to patreon.com slash Robert Kelly because I'll be doing this show uh, for the whole summer. This will always be there for you. So we'll see you next time on You Know What, Dude. You've been listening to the YKWD podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty jobs. Shitty jobs.